Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, prepare your sleep masks, pack your playlists, and set your sleep timers because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And I didn't get a message from uh, Encyclopedia Brown, uh, but I did get a message from the Mystery Bard. Well, it's coming in from the future, and I'm just tuning my future settings. So the mystery is still a mystery to me, but I think this message might help the mystery get solved. Mystery Bard? Hey, hey, Mystery Bard. What's your favorite color? I gotta say, say that it's purple. My pillows, my sheets, my covers. They are all that color. Yeah, thank you, Mystery Bard. I, and, 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 I, and I don't know what happened because in all, you know, in order to maintain, I guess I don't have to maintain neutrality. But it is still unbeknownst to me as I record this, what was revealed. Thank you, Mystery Bard. I, I don't know. I love it. That's fun. Get to little, do a little titillating mystery there. And we're really close to uh, 500 uh, supporters on Patreon. So if you could do, to help us, we're trying to get to, to a lot more than that. But it's going to be a, like a slow uh, build here. We're building the bore wave. And if you get a value out of the show, if you could think about supporting the show at just a dollar a month, twelve dollars a year, one dollar a month, get your get your help us push to five hundred, and then a thousand, one percent, two percent, and we'll get to ten percent. You know, down the road here, and that's what's going to keep the show going and sustainable. If if enough people, do, if you're hearing this, think about hey, tomorrow, sleepwithmepodcast.com/slash/patron, P-A-T-R-O-N, I believe is how you spell it. And don't need a dollar a month. Thank you so much. And let's get on to the show. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what is the rest? Well, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's racing brain, stuff you've been thinking about, stuff you've been feeling uh, physically or emotionally, you know, any neighborly noises that are not neighborly or anything at all like that. I'm going to try to take your mind off of those things. The way I'm going to do it, I'm going to send my voice here across the deep, dark night along with my intention, which is to put you to sleep. And the way it kind of, the podcast kind of works is I offer you an alternative narrative uh, because I think no matter what's going on with you, and some of it, there's a story behind it. And a lot of times, uh, whatever story you're being told or telling yourself, it's keeping you from falling asleep. And sometimes it feels like it's a little bit out of your control. And this could be a little bit different for everybody, but for me, a lot of times, you know, we talk about it's like, you know, self-worth stuff or fixating on some tiny thing that happened, like when you tripped over the speed bump, uh, when you tripped over trying to pronounce speed bump and called it a speed bump in front of all the listeners, and then how that's going to mean no one will listen to your podcast ever again, and how that'll mean this. And maybe you should just stay up thinking about it so you could figure out what's the best way to give up uh, by morning 
uh, for your mispronunciation of not doing this on purpose. Your mispronunciation of speed blump. And even though, you know, right now I'm not trying to go to sleep, so I could say to myself, uh, isn't that kind of what works about the podcast, uh, self-panicker? That, uh, you know, I mispronunciation, we accept, we expect, (laughs) this is not, I'm not doing material here. But, you know, we have trouble speaking clearly, and then that kind of helps people fall asleep somehow. Uh, so are you sure that, because I called it a speed blump, you know, that's going to spell doom for my podcast tomorrow? And that podcast, you know, part of your brain will probably come back and say, oh, you know, for sure. Plus, there's all the people that will be offended by your use of speed blump. And I say, I didn't know speed blump was an pejorative term. And your use of implorative instead of pejorative, you know, that's going to spell disaster, too. Uh, but again, when it's not nighttime, sometimes you have an ability to talk sense with these parts of you. But at bedtime, it seems a lot tougher. So instead of trying to engage all that, I'll, I'll offer you something else to listen to. And first, I'll start out with this intro, which will take about 10 minutes, and then I'll lead into a story or something. You know, it'll be me doing stuff and talking. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pregnant pauses, nonsensical. You know, attempts at idioms, uh, or probably misusing idioms, you know, but a bunch of different stuff. You know, whatever the opposite of wordsmithing is, I think word smushing we've called it before. But you can listen to that and say, "Hey, hey, bring, hey let's let's not try to solve all the problems, man. Let's just listen to the scooter guy and see. He's kind of he's kind of kind of entertaining." Not really entertaining. He's not really, but but he's not bad. We'll just listen to him, and maybe we could all snuggle in together instead of arguing tonight. Because I I bet you you brain parts and you body parts and you feeling parts. You want to get snuggled every once in a while. I know I know you don't, or you say you don't. But come on, let's just snuggle and listen to him. You know, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll do a little faux respect. You know, don't worry, we don't have to adapt a new lifestyle of self-respect and esteem building. You know, you don't have to change your ways. It, he, just like he said, it's just a distraction. There's no shoulds, and it's not like he's gonna really do anything or go because he says, "Hey, just fall asleep whenever you want." We can listen to him, but we don't really have to pay attention. You know, you you will just listen to him and see see how it goes. He's got that uh, that tone that's so nice and non judgmental. And, and uh, you know, I I'll take it to another level on tonight's intro a little bit or a little different approach than I normally do. And and and, and because you know, a lot of times at the end of the show, I say, you know, thanks for stopping. I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And I don't always, you know, I don't want to put the spotlight on you, the listener, all the time. You know, because I'm trying to distract you. And, and I also don't want to take any credit because this is just kind of like a, a little bit of a silly distracting thing I do that ideally works to, to, to just help you drift off into sleep, you know, but but it's something you could do. You don't have to do. Uh, but when I say I yearn, I, I really mean that because I say, you see, geez, if, if, if you could fall asleep, you know, if this podcast could occasionally help you drift off or get back to sleep or, or forget about the deep, dark night looming and then, and then calling into question all sorts of things and kind of uh, making you feel like it's kind of tearing you apart or whatever. 
or whatever illusions is, if I can distract you from that, it'd be, it'd be, you know, uh, but, but I, and, and, and it's, I'm not here to accomplish anything major, but that distraction. But if by way of that distraction, or if this podcast doesn't work for you as a way to moving on from this podcast, you find something that helps you fall asleep. Uh, that, that is, uh, sacrosanct, sacrosanct, whatever, uh, uh, I wish I, oh boy, just by, I said, this is why I don't go for the deep stuff. But, but to be honest, you, you deserve some sleep, you know, you deserve some, a place to breathe. You deserve a safe place. And if I could just craft it just in a momentary sense here for you, where maybe you could start to find some rest, uh, that you can carry on forward into the day and along with you into the next night and, 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 and have some, have some, have some respite, have some solace, just have some distraction. Uh, that hope that I can aid that in any small way, that's what's helped carry me. And then hearing that it has, and again, I, I don't think I'm, I'm performing anything. I, I don't, I don't want to overblow my role here. Uh, other than the, how honored I am and how full of gratitude I am to be able to even attempt this and to explain why I keep at it and why I consider it so important is is because you deserve it, you know. And if it's not this podcast, I'm not kidding. I, I really, really desire and hope you, you find something else that works for you, you know, or that this podcast can, can, can you know, you know, you say, okay, that scooter worked for me a while, and then I found this next thing, and then I found this next thing. So whether I can distract you just tonight, or I can distract you every night, or I can, you know, you dislike this podcast so much you find something else wonderful that puts you to sleep. I don't know, if you get one message, you know, and I know you can't always get in a good night's sleep, and I know what it's like to feel the desperation of that strange thing, it's, it's it's something you want to control that you can't or whatever. I don't know how to put it in the right words for everybody, uh, but that's how it feels to me sometimes. You know, if I can contribute to that in, in any way at all, or at least to 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 you to you getting to fostering that thing within you that that you know, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the outcome is. It really is a fact that you deserve it, you know. So maybe we could just create some softness around that. And maybe that's part of what the safe place that I'm trying to carve out. And I, I don't like to overanalyze it or or shine the light on, on you or even on me in this way. But I've just been thinking about it. So this is your first couple of times here. Usually the intros are a little bit more silly and, and less... Uh, I don't know how to describe this. A little bit clunky in my attempts, you know, less meta or about the method of the podcast or whatever whatever I'm trying to say. And getting a little vulnerable here, so I feel a little bit exposed. So then I get, uh, but I shouldn't. I, I should feel soft too. You know, I'm, I guess I'm allowed to feel vulnerable and I'm allowed to feel something uh, for what I'm trying to do here, I guess I shouldn't be scared, you know, but I guess we're human. What, what can we say? It's a scared thing, even any of this kind of stuff too. 
Uh, so I don't want it to, 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 to put any messages on you or any to-dos or anything, or even that you have to feel anything about it in any certain way. But maybe you just take a breath, and maybe you don't even have to decide that you deserve a good night's sleep. Maybe you could just start to wonder about it, you know. That's how a lot of stuff starts for me. Uh, so maybe let's leave open that question, you know, uh, that you, a conversation you could have with yourself in, in the light of day. Uh, but, 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 but you know what? I already believe it. Uh, and that, that, that's what's driving me here. Uh, so, so as I always do say at the end of the show, you know, I'm glad you're here and I really hope, and maybe now you got a better idea of why really you're in because I think you really deserve to get a good night's sleep, whether it's through this podcast or something else. So thanks for stopping by. All right, housekeeping. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there. You can comment on the website. You can get me on uh, Twitter at Dear Scooter. Email feedback at, sleep, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, on Facebook, I want to thank Chris Bosey, Bosterson, that edits our shows and does the music. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our artwork, on our honor. Uh, we have a Facebook group over at sleepingpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank Alexandra, Laura, Wydalai, Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Julie C. I want to thank Rachel L. to the G., Julie C., Jennifer B., Wydalai, Laura, and Alexandra, who are moderators over there. I want to thank Latitude on our subreddit. I want to thank all our patrons over at Patreon, sleepwithmeetopodcast.com slash patrons. If you get some value from the show, please support the show at a dollar a month, sleepwithmeetopodcast.com slash patron. That's what's going to keep the show going, uh, you know, long term. So please, if you get something on the show, think about donating just a dollar a month. Hey, everybody, how you doing? It's uh, Sunday. Let's see what the date is here. So my, hopefully my ringer's off. Sunday, wow, 31st is the last day of January. You'll probably be hearing this around the uh, second week of February, I think. Uh, so hello from the past. You know, I'm straight out of, uh, I'm straight out of 01, uh, 31, 16. You know, I'm like a time capsule. Uh, but it's good to see you. I've been, we're going to do a trending Twitter Tuesday here. So I'm going to try to get a, a tweet bot going. All right, so here we are. I got it going. I'm going to take the, uh, I'm taking a picture. I took the top trends in Canada, actually, uh, to celebrate all the lovely Canadian listeners that are listening. And just so I'm totally confused by a few things, so that'll be great. Uh, so yeah, let me let me switch over to the picture app here. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, since there's some new people here, and because uh, Lori S wrote this nice article about animals and audio in the podcast, it was all tied together. My lovely dog Koa, it's K O A Koa. Uh, she was in it. Um. I don't think this is related, but I want to kind of fill you in about my dog and uh, some new developments uh, or, well, I guess strange developments. 
So Koa comes, you know, she's the subject of the podcast every once in a while. I mean, because she's my best friend, let's be honest. You go, well, I guess I'm going to sound weird. I thought Scoot was weird, but yeah, then he started talking about him and his dog. You got, yeah, I said, well, he said, well, it says, can weird and pity have a crossover? Important things if you're new to the podcast to know about Koa. One, great dog. She, she's great. Uh, two, uh, and if you know, say don't if if any of this is bothering you because you're a veterinarian or an expert, you know it's fiction. Okay, just in case it bothers you. Uh, but the next thing you should know about Koa, and this is strange for a duck, she loves broccoli. Now I don't overfeed her broccoli, but she loves broccoli. Like some dogs would love some sort of meat-based thing, and I'm sure Koa would go for meat, but she she just loves broccoli. And even, you know, she, she, she loves it. It's that simple. Uh, no need to over-explain it, even in a lulling, soothing way. And then the next thing you should know is that me and Koa have this hobby. And a lot of people think it's like a code or they find it confusing. And I can understand where the confusion lies because you might you might be more degrees of sane than I am. Or, you know, you have pastimes. And, you know, whatever, but me and Koa have a hobby. And maybe some of you are writing this down. Okay, man has his hobbies with his dog. Question, and then you're pulling out your DSVM4, your DSVM5. Uh, four, by the way, that's the good one. Um, But, but, but uh, you see, me and Koa have a hobby. And I'll try to put it to you. I'm trying to figure out how to explain it with it, but it, but I guess it's hard to explain. It's like we listen to Knox, K-O-N-C-K-S. Now I have a second tertiary, you know, Knox-related hobby. Co is not involved in that one, except that she looks at me shamefully. But our, our which I'll get to, and that's not a code either. Um, but so we listen to Knox now. You say, okay, like, fill me in more. Okay. You know, they say there's an, I think it was P.T. Barnum. Oh, no, it was Danny Barnum, the one that did wasn't famous. Uh, Danny Barnum, unfortunately, once said, there's a pastime for everyone. Uh, and I think he was big on this, this niche idea. And me and Co just happen to have a niche pastime. We listen to knocks. Now, just we don't wait for someone to knock at the door, because if someone's knocking at my door, you know, one, I'm gonna have to go through some sort of anxiety. To should I answer? What do they want? Co, did did you bark or did you wag your tail? Uh, but no, we listen, and other people around the world, a few, or well, maybe you know, other people. I you know, other people around the world. Listen, they're recorded knocks. Uh, so they're recordings of knocks on location. And I said, as I've talked about, there is a synthetic, you know, you, you can listen to studio knocks. Uh, or, you know, even, uh, I forget, because I'm not big into them. It changes to kind of like fake knocks, like uh, electronically designed knocks that aren't real. Uh, that aren't the result of a hand knocking on a door. Now, studio knocks are uh, the good ones. Uh, and I think the biggest studio uh, is is actually in Quebec, and it's called uh, La Voix TVA. Uh, 
and I think it's like L-A-V-O-X-I-X-T-V-A. And I, I don't know if they're a post-production studio or what, um, but that's where, you know, those are the most expensive knocks. And, and you could, like, like any craft, and I don't know, like, if they're doing it, like, for sound effects for movies, but they also say, well, here's a secondary income stream, selling it to this guy. And I'd say, and you might say, well, Scooter's getting played as a fool. No, 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 no. If, you, if you're a knock enthusiast and you listen to these knocks and you, you know uh, that they're taking the time, you know, to buy the doors, have different people with different hand densities, different knock styles, uh, they have the great, you know, whatever the things they walk in to make movie walking sounds, uh, uh, Foley, Foley effects. Uh, so those are good knocks. Now, of course, I prefer on-location knocks, preferably from from somewhere I haven't been or I've been, you know, somewhere exotic, somewhere moody, you know, so we can create an atmosphere. And so can, it can kind of trigger, you know, we say, okay. You know, as I said, the best knocks, my best knock experiences have been uh, now, this doesn't even exist anymore. That's what makes it even more powerful is Eastern European knocks, uh, which goes into my next hobby. But uh, so, so, so hang a lantern on Eastern European knocks and Eastern European knocks too. Uh, Brezhnev's something. I, I don't have That's a working title. Uh, but, but, you know, so the idea that these are these Cold War knocks behind the Berlin Wall. Uh, recorded in the fall and the winter. Uh, it's just something, for me, magical about listening to them. And they were well done. And you still might be confused. You know, obviously, if, if you... If, okay, everybody was... Even if you've listened and you tried to comprehend it before, you still may be confused. Um, but yeah, me and my... So this will be a Saturday night. Here's here's the usual Saturday night for scoots. You know, cover your ears if you have any uh, delusions about my lifestyle. But I may, maybe eat, at some point record a show, uh, either before I record or after, watch part of uh, Metastasis or Breaking Bad or an entire episode. And then I take the old podcaster's cap off, which we headphones in this case, and I say, okay, it's time to, to you know, take, put the pen away, put the pot, you know, it's time to unwind. I got to take care of myself so I can keep doing this show, right? You know, it's time for a little scoots time for scoots, you know, as they say. So that's when I say, hey, Co, how you, what are you doing? She looks at me and I cue up some knocks. Now, I'm having a little trouble, uh, deciding on my current way of getting the knocks broadcast. Uh, but it's just a matter of personal preference and stuff like Bluetooth. Uh, I've been trying to figure out, like using this older thing with a Bluetooth thing that I have adapter. But unfortunately, a remote control uh, doesn't switch. For some reason, I don't know who invented this old thing that I use, but a remote control won't move those settings to the... Uh, the line in. So it just involves one extra step, but it's some, some reason that irritates me. But it's not a bad way to go into next. So then I say, okay, cool, I'm going to fire up some knocks. Now, you might say if you're, a, if you're an anthropologist type person or a, uh, you know, a curious person, 
I mean, there's many roads to go down about this hobby, but one might be uh, about the uh, nature, well, the nature of knacks. Maybe that'll be my, uh, get somebody, anybody from Gingerbread Press working, write that down and, and trademark that title. Uh, the nature of Knox, a treaty. How do you say it? Treat, tre, tre, it looks like treaty, but it's treat. You know, it's got an S in there. A treaty and something about Knox. You know, the nature of Knox. Uh, but you, what's interesting is when we talk about piracy and digital distribution, and the people might say, that, "Well, there's no good sides to torrents and downloads, and you know, ones and zeros." And I can see that this caused a lot of disruption in the, in the entertainment business. Uh, but as someone from that was buying black market knocks for the past long time. Uh, it's unlocked an ease to this hobby, and it's actually now been able to m make. I mean, for for real lovers and knocks who want it to be sustainable. So it's obviously I want to say if you're going to be recording knocks and say the beaches of Rio de Janeiro, uh, or or something, you know, I want to make sure you get you can do that, you know, at a fair price. So now it's so easy. Now, and of course, there was a, it wasn't really a crash because it was very hard to get paid anyway. And a lot of it was like t trading tapes. You'd say, well, geez, uh, I mean, would you believe it? When I first got into it, it was so hard because I just lived in Syracuse, New York. And it was just hard to get a hold of people and then be like, you know, okay, you have uh, Boston Waterfront next. How about some uh, Syracuse? Snowfall knocks. I even tried to market it like that, and I said, "They said you got anything else, like any, like anything from Buffalo or Poughkeepsie or anything." Uh, they, they said, "We'll take some like New Rochelle knocks," and I said, "Well, Syracuse is a great town. You know, I love the three one five. As far as getting knocks, it was it was a lot tougher back then because then you'd have to mail, you know, first uh, tapes and then CDs. Uh, so I just think it, it'd love to hear like an anthrop anthropologist take on like how digital distribution has enabled hobbies, the power of that uh, for me to because these Eastern European knocks. You know, I keep them in multiple locations now. You know, uncompressed audio, of course. Uh, so that's just one thing I was you know, curious about talking about. And then again, you might say, okay, so set it up for us. You Saturday night, you queue up the knocks and, and that's it. We listen to the knocks. We'll, usually we'll make eye contact, but if we're not making, you know, if Koa doesn't make eye contact, that's eye contact in of its own, you know. And Koa will usually communicate through nonverbal cues, but she's been known to ver verbalize you know, and make a groaning or a even a whimpering. And then I'll, you know, and I guess maybe this is why I tell boring stories, because every knack has a story. Okay, that's another one. And then I get into the other hobby I have briefly, because uh, I'm working on, and that's not going to be under Gingerbread Press. Obviously, I'll have to come up with this, another pseudonym for that, but that's the knocks. It's not a, a code word. It's just we we sit around, we listen to knocks. And then I kind of imagine, but it's more of a me. It's tough to, to explain because it can have such a joy or sadness or sorrow. 
I mean, would you believe the complexity in that? You could tell the difference between sadness and sorrow, uh, which I'm incapable of doing internally. So, And maybe that's an appeal of it, you know, an externalization of my emotional state, you know, being played out there. And, you know, you might re-listen to one. And if you really start to listen, you, say, you might say, okay, why, why aren't you doing it over headphones? And I said, well, that would really be sad and lonely, you know, wouldn't it? If I was just sitting around on a Saturday night listening to Knox and headphones, but because I'm listening to it with Koa, you know, and then every once in a while the neighbors just say, knock it off. And they don't even realize they're making a pun. And then me and Koa, oh my goodness, it's crazy. And that happens like, so that's like five times, you know, every, every Saturday. Uh, but so it's tough to explain and I'm not asking, I'm not trying to convert anybody. Obviously I don't want an influx of, you know, I want you to find your own way. You know, people, some people like opening an old comic and the smell of it. I like that too. And seeing the old ads and you know, looking at all this stuff, uh, the extra stuff, the letters to the editor and all that, this is just, just like that, just different, you know, t tough to appreciate. And I can hear you thinking again. You say, okay, okay, set it up for me again. Wait, so you and your dog sit around and you listen to Knox. And you say, you're really paying attention. You really got that down. Exactly, yeah. And I say, I guess you might say, well, if it's a new batch of Knox, you know, I might, uh, uh, you know, take notes. I have fantasized that, uh, you know, there would be a, like a small growth in the knock community, you know, particularly, you know, models or beautiful Trader Joe's workers. And then we would have like little knock games, little knock games. That's another good title. Um, you know, and they'd send me knocks, uh, or, or friends, you know, might maybe just regular, you know, friends that aren't supermodels, you know, and they say, you know, we we just do do you know fool the fool the knock listener. I don't know what we'd call it because since I I just in Koa can't play any of that because she's just a dog, you know. Um, but you know you'd play it. You say, huh? Okay, I'm detecting some. I detected a fist slide, and you know the, when the knock the fist slid, you know. I would, you know, who I'd love to listen to Knox. I can't imagine listening to it with like Sherlock Holmes or uh, Hercule Poirot. Uh, somebody taught me how to pronounce it and I forgot. Uh, or any of those great uh, deductive minds. Can you, I mean, that would be holy moly. Or uh, Tyrion Lannister, he'd be good at listening to Knox. Uh, Miss Marple. I've never read any Miss Marple, but I would love to say, Miss Marple, what did you think of that? And then she, you know, have her pause as the tea lifts to her lips. And, you know, she's displayed again. And I say, yes, ma'am. I, 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 it brings me unending joy. And, and it's kind of like with Koa, but she's not human. I watch her to see, because a dog, you know, it has a different sensitivity uh, to, to, you know, so I can watch her to feel what her animal level perceptions in the next are. And I'd say that uh, Marple and Pura, 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 and, and uh, 
Sherlock Holmes, you know, any of the great deductive minds, they, they might just sit there. I bet you they could really embarrass me. And I, it's a why detect some salt water. What do you, and they say, salt water? That's a desert knock, clearly. And then I'd say, well, that's the distinctive wrapping of a young lith. And they say, it's a sailor's knock. You could hear the, uh, you could even hear the peg leg. And they say, even Koa would, would say, Rawr. Uh, so maybe I don't want any of those, you know, know-it-alls. But it would still be fun, I think. And then, you know, then I could impress people later once, it, you know, once I bring in the, 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 the people I have crushes on. Which I have done that, too. I said, well, what, do you, what else do you do for fun? They say, okay, don't tell them about the Knox scoop. Whatever you do, don't bring up the Knox. And I say, what is it? Could we could kick back and uh, listen to some stuff? Oh, some music? That'd be great. And then usually it's just a mistake. She says, is that some knocking? And they say, oh, yeah, can't you hear me knocking? That's like my favorite Stone song, actually. Ironically enough, it is, I think. Um, So that's kind of, I think I think I got all, I think I covered all the bases there on the knocking, except for the, you know, reasonable ones, which is, you know, but but it's tough to, tough to explain, you know, why do you like, uh, uh, why is anyone, and maybe that's where you, you, some of your curiosity, well, when did this start uh, or what? And I said, well, I was going to talk about my dog, but I guess this is kind of where we've been going. Because uh, I, I don't remember when it started, to be honest with you. Like, I think probably what happened was I watched so much TV as a child. Like, I know they've been talking about, like, they're bringing all these musicals back right on TV and doing them live. And I remember watching musicals on t- musical movies. Like, now they're doing the Grease Alive, right? And I remember watching Grease, and was Popeye a musical, the Popeye movie? I don't know if that was a musical. Uh, but so, I don't know. I watched a lot of TV. I don't know if that had something to do with it. Uh, probably not. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's, it's, it's had a fruitful search. Uh, why does, does a man like listening to Knox? And, okay, I can hear you still. You say, okay, you're serious. Your hobby is listening to recorded knocks with your dog. And see, that's a simple way of putting it. I, I see it's so much more than that. Like if you were to say to like some like person that rode across the English Channel, you say your hobby is sitting in a rowboat, and they would you know probably say no, or. You know, if you pulled an NHL All-Star off the ice and you said, okay, so your hobby is ice skating, they, they might they might be, you know, they might say, yes, it is part of my hobby. And you say, actually, no, I get paid hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a year to do this. Uh, but maybe you talk to somebody that, you know, dreams at the NBA NHL All-Star game. You could say, is your hobby pounding on glass? And they say, no, no, it's the NHL All-Star game. I'm just excited, you know, about this Yamir Yager. He's the best. And they say, yeah, he is the best for sure. And maybe you want me to, like, walk you through, like, a night of knocks, you know. 
uh, they say, okay, well, it's, there's a lot of different ways. I mean, I mean, I guess that maybe that's a welcome. Maybe let's just do a, like a little role play, uh, a little knock role play, which is weird. Cause my, I guess my other thing, it, maybe this is too early to introduce it, but it's writing erotic knock fiction. Uh, and I guess that's a different pastime, another pursuit. And that's why I was saying Eastern European knocks. That was the one I've been working on for a while. And you might say, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay can you still explain the knocks? But wait, so you write a knock, erotic knock fiction? Yeah, well, I guess it's that's maybe, um, you're right. Maybe I should uh, refocus. Uh, I write erotic fiction. Uh in a knock-based genre, you know, it was uh, uh, not targeted at just, well, uh, just knock enthusiasts, uh, but using the knacks uh, as, a, as a major plot device, maybe. I don't know how to put it. Um, and I don't know how to explain it. Like, you're Eastern, I mean, it's pretty standard. Uh, it's just like... Uh, Eastern European knacks is about, uh, well, I can't, I, I can't, cause I can't I'm sure it's possibly, you know, that's a sellable piece of material. I mean, I guess you could walk you through some of the plot lines that I rejected, which was one, and this was a tough one cause I probably wrote, you know, it's about plot, plot lines based on spies. Cause they said, well, uh, you know, that might be tropey. And you and then you may again part of your brain is trying to say whoa wait wait a second wait whoa 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 okay you still you you really you really listen to Knox as a hobby to to this other stuff really you're serious uh, three if if a this could be a SAT question if A and B are true uh, tropey question mark and then some emoji where the emojis you know brains melting so. But yeah, so spies, as I said, the plot-wise, they said, okay, so let me see here, Eastern European. I mean, that was like a, a title that wrote itself, you know, Eastern European Knocks. Because I like to have Knocks in the title. Like, if, if you listen to the other episode where I talked about it, I was working on Hollywood Knocks. And then I had Hollywood Knocks 2. I forgot what it was called because it was, you know, the manuscript was lost. Uh, but it was like Knox Red Carpet, something Red Carpet. Knox, maybe. Hollywood Knox, too. Knocking the red carpet, maybe. I can't remember. You know, because they say, well. Uh, but the Eastern European Knox, they say, okay, spy, Cold War. You know, my favorite character to fall in love with, Helena Constantinopolovra. Uh, she could be, should we do noir? Or you know, do the reverse, like the sunny side of the. But but and that well, that was another musical, totally unrelated to any of this. I wrote, sunny side of the Berlin Wall. Uh, I guess I have a fixation on the Cold War and the Berlin Wall. And I was even trying to tell my daughter about the Cold War, and she she looked at me like Koa does sometimes with the knacks. and I said, "You'll never know what the you know Cold War is." And I said, okay, anyway, uh, you know, I, I tried to avoid any stereotypes about Eastern Europe or 
And he said, wait, okay. So I can see you're probably throwing up your hands at this point. Uh, but, pre, you know, I'm taking pre-orders for Eastern European Knox 2, Brezhnev's. And they said, well, that's not Eastern European. And I said, well, yeah, that, you know, that'll force me creatively to, to work with, you know, once I find out who, I know the, the last name. I think it's the first name is like in Leonid. You know, I'll work on that. That'll be more of a political caper uh, where this is more, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, you know, discover pre-order. I'm taking pre-orders. Uh, one, you know, one day, uh, so, but that's my secondary hobby. But I guess like if I was to take you under my wing as a knock listener and you say, okay, let's just stick with the first thing scoots. Cause the second thing that's just, you know, makes me not, and I say, okay, I, I, you know, I try to just put my private business out there, but I keep it private that I think I succeeded in that. Don't, don't you agree? Uh, but, but I think like, I don't know if I was just sit listening to Knox with, uh, Another person, the first question would be, like, how do we uh, sit? Because, you know, we can't, if we sit face-to-face, it might be uncomfortable. Uh, or if we sit side-to-side, we can't watch each other. Like, I can't watch, we'd have to have a friendship to the degree where I could watch your face. Uh, but it wouldn't, without it being uh, awkward or, like, uh, whatever you call it, when you're thinking about being observed. You know, because the dog doesn't mind being, I mean, Nicole watches me probably 80% of the day. Like, she's like, are you going to get, are you going to get, are you about to get some broccoli? And they say, no, no, you just ate broccoli. Oh, you're going to get some broccoli. Great. Are you going to get up and get an hour, you know, take him out for a walk? They say, no, we're, we're, we're about to listen to some next. We have a guest here. And me and the guest are trying to, oh, okay, so the bro- you're getting the broccoli. I say, okay, that's why I don't start talking to you. I just observe you too. If you see, I'm sitting on the couch, I'm facing the audio stuff, and then Co is here to my left. If you're sitting on the couch to my right, I can't observe you. Uh, but So, yeah, why don't your first round of knocks, you just sit next to me, and you can kind of watch Co. And, and I guess the best thing is just to kick back, maybe lean back. We could keep the lights on or keep them low. Uh, and a good thing is just to start listening and just to, like this podcast, let the knocks come in. You know, I won't actually be playing any knocks tonight. This is just imaginary. You know, I say, just like they're your hot knock. I say, no, no. Uh, uh, but you, you just lie back and you listen to the knocks and you try to, maybe your first round, you just you listen to them and just see what grasps you. Is it is there something about the staccato? Versus, you know, there's something about the pattern. Is there something about the wrapping, about what hand is being used? Is it something about the sound? Is, is there an echo? Uh, do you picture someone, like, would you picture, uh, you hear a certain neck, you picture Draymond Green knocking. I mean, talk about it. That would be great. Because uh, even when he frowns, he seems to be smiling. So it'd be like you open the door to Draymond, and he would have a, probably, probably a pretty good knock because he's got a great personality. Uh, but but you just kick back and you listen. And that might be your first session, you know, you say, and that wouldn't overwhelm you. You know, you say, okay, let's listen to five or six knocks. And you say, you want to go through them again? Do you want me to, to set you up? 
you, maybe you want to do, maybe you're into research. You say, you know, the Viennese knacks, you know, let's say we scored some good Viennese knacks. I mean, maybe we could do, maybe this could be something we could do a night, you know, we could have Viennese uh, cuisine. I mean, I know that uh, Taster's Choice has a Viennese coffee, but I think that's, a, you know, a little baloney probably. Uh, you know, more other questions, uh, other questions might be, you know, do you want to, do you want to design your own shorthand, you know? Are you just taking the impressions in and then, you know, taking, you know, do you want, do you like to sit in like a, a salon style and, you know, we could discuss the knacks, you know, cross our knees, you know, are you more of an inquisitor? And you say, like, you're, uh, you're detectives. Are you like a knack detective? Uh, or are you, do you want to come up with a system? Like, are you very organized? And this is the great thing about hobbies, you know, especially something open-ended. Like, that's what we say. Why would Scoots, why, why in, on any green earth would this guy sit around listening? And they say, isn't it making itself apparent as we talk about it? You know, there's, I guess maybe this is a genesis. There's no wrong way to listen to knocks. And if someone tells you, they say, well, you could take your knocks elsewhere, buddy. Like, I'm going to listen to mine. And my friend here, they can listen in their own way. They can have their own knock response. Uh, or maybe we could study uh, Morse code. Uh, but I was going to say, if you're really organized, you might want to come up with like a like a like category, like a way of listening to the knacks. And then I think those, you know, when the letters stand for stuff, let's do one. Let's say like uh, everything starts with a hashtag now, and then we'll do T L M E P. So just write that down on your pad. And you say the pound is the hashtag's the knack. You know that that's similar. Uh, hashtag is like a little bit like a knack, you know. And this was a little back when I tried, you know, I, I was trying to get my whole life organized. I said, let me start with the knack. So this was actually the scale I used. Well, I want it to be open, you know, T-L-M-E-P. Uh, so you could say the T, you know, you could you could create your own word for what the T stands for, but you were listening, and maybe the first run through, you're listening for the T factor. And that might be tone uh, or tan, tangential. I don't think tangential fits. For me, it was tone. So I would listen for the tone. And you say, well, what does that mean? I said, well, it's open, man. So you say, is it the tone of the door? Is it the tone of the knack? Is it the tone of the strike against the door? Uh, is it, do you get to the point where you can t detect the tone of the material between, you know, is the door painted? Is it a glossy paint? Is it an enamel paint? Is it matte? Is it a absorb, absorb, you know, does it absorb? Is it like a tone of a misknock because there's some sort of, uh, you know, garland on the door? The person maybe is under the influence. Uh, so you say tone and then L, you could go with length. Uh, which could mean a lot. You could go with, I don't know what other L words would fit if you wanted to plug in your own. I mean, you could use some descriptors with L's, but length, is it a, a long, are they knocking for a long time or a short time? Is it a rap, rap, rap? Is it a rap? 
And believe me, you might say, no, there's only, well, no, no, no. If you got follow through and pull back versus follow through and just sustained contact, uh, those are different lengths and acts, in my opinion. And then you get into some fancier words for me. You go M, magnitude, uh, which is, that's what I like to use. But you could use your own word. You could use, uh, as I say, let's stick with magnitude. Now, magnitude is like kind of like the intensity of the neck. Since it is a strike, it's a, it's quake-like. And even Co and I, we, every once in a while, we did go through a streak, and then those jokes wore thin where I was rating the knocks on it. And then I said Richter scale, probably like a 1,000 times too many. I think because I, I guess maybe I lost my tone, like my magnitude meter. So I say that's a 7.0 on the Richter scale. And then I was saying the Ricker scale from, from Ricky Schroeder. But then even Coa stopped getting, she's like, that, that uh, you know, even dogs didn't get that pop culture reference. I was like, you don't even know who the Ricker is? Uh, so you want to pay attention to your tone, your length, uh, your magnitude, your E. Now you might say, uh, this this one, you, this is where we get into the uh, gray area, the wonderful gray areas of knocking. E, expression. Is there, a, what other expression can you detect in the knock? And you could also, uh, you can use expression and energy because sometimes they say, okay, those, you're right, because there's magnitude and the energy could be different, especially when you really get into this deep, you know. So you say expression energy or or expression and energy. And I think that's kind of self-apparent. Like, like, is it a, you know, you know, you're taking these other, and this is a cumulative thing. You're saying you're using those first three. And then it's kind of giving you a little bit more, you know, this might be our fourth listen. You say, okay, I do hear some expression or some energy in there. And then you get into P, and this is when you're really digging. You say person, uh, or I guess, I don't know. I guess that's what I always say. Okay, because you got to remember, uh, in, in a part of uh, really descending into the world of knock-loving, is that there's a person on either side of this exchange normally. Now, not always, so that's another thing to keep in mind when you're trying to... Uh, and, and I guess the therapist I see, when I told him all this, he said, and you can't... He said, you still don't know... He goes, because I explained this all to him, or it cost me probably who knows how much money because it took, you know, multiple sessions. But he said, and you still don't think you can feel any empathy or compassion... You don't know what that means. And I said, well, this is imaginary, Doc, you know, because the person you really want to put yourself, you could put yourself anywhere. You could be a narrator, you know, third person, first person. But the person you're trying to imagine everything about them that you can, you know, like I said, Draymond Green is a great example and for anybody that doesn't know, he's this wonderful basketball player for the Golden State Warriors. Great personality, great player, great effort, love of the game. Uh, dare I say gregarious. And and you could just substitute any gregarious figure knocking on a door. Now, that's a person that cuts a certain style, you know. And so then you could start to make inferences about their body. And if you kind of follow through, you're like, okay. This person's not feeling Gregor. This is a Gregarious person. 
but their knack is not. And, uh, you know, maybe some people want to start making up uh, maybe all these passcodes. You say, no, no, let's just start knack codes. You know, don't get, get rid of your ATM and your Social Security number. You know, because all the variables in knacking are also almost endless. Okay, so let's let's play it one third, one one step further, and let's imagine we're in uh, we're in London, okay. And I'm going to give you some extra material in order to enrich this, since this is your first round of knacking, and you're not actually going to hear any knacks. You know, I want you to start to picture the richness as it might unfold. So we're listening to a knack. And it's a patter patter, bitter 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 patter, pitter patter, boom boom bam. And you see, could you say that again? Excuse, I said bitter bitter patter, bitter patter, better patter, boom boom bam. I, I think. And you say, okay, t- t- tone. Okay, well that was a, that was a wide tone there. And you say, okay, I don't know. Let's listen to it again because I'm saying this tone. Sounds excited, but you say, yeah, it's a lot in there. There's a, a bunch of different, almost like stanzas of knacks. So you say, yeah, is this iambic knack tamder? And you say, no, no, this is, seems like a, a, an, you know, instant expression. Right, and they say, why do they have a lie detector tests? Like, you just have someone knock on a door, you're going to be able to tell. You know, that's why I think these detectives need to get involved. You know, just for the joy of detecting, they could say, ooh, and I have my, you know, and now I know, you know, the garden is a place, you know, whatever they say at the end. The rose petals undid you, ma'am. It really is your knack, but it's more witty if it's the rose petals that undid you. Okay, so then we go right from tone to length, and we say, okay, there was a lot, even within the different pitter-patter, pitter-patter, like those are all different lengths and overall length. I said, okay, this is a long length, but between the tone and the length, it doesn't sound like it's like a questioning knock, like is anyone home? And it's not necessarily, and it doesn't feel like an aggressive knock. Uh, and you see, there's some excitement in there, but I can't, can't, I can't tell. Like, okay, let's move on to our next, uh, our next knock qualifier. You know, better, 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 boom, boom, bang. And you say, okay, magnitude. Okay, magnitude kind of goes, but oh wait, yeah, we can. Let's listen, pitter patter, pitter. They got pitter patter. Those magnitudes. You say, okay, wait a second. Is that person? Not only are they rapping, I think they may be turning their knuckle on each strike. They're rolling left part of their knuckle, right part. And I say, wow, you're catching on fast. And they're using their, like their front, you know, the front of their hand, those knuckles. I don't know what they're called. The second round of knuckles and not the uh, the fist-based knuckles. And they're, okay, they're, and I like how you use that word, rapping. That's a good word. Uh, Knock word. And yeah, they're going side to side, side to side, better, 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 better. Full, full palm, I think. Oh, oh, huh. Okay, so that's okay. Wait a second. Let's replay that again in the last uh, magnitude scale. You're right. I think that was a palm impact. 
right. Huh. And I'm detecting that I, I think I'm picking up like something more than the palm. And I'm pretty sure it's a, I, I, what are those, Apple Watch band or some sort of band. I just, I'm thinking that it might be. And then, okay, so let's move on next. Okay, we're gathering more here. Energy. Now, if we take the things we know now and the fact that we maybe suspect that they're rolling their thing as they're knocking, and then we're considering that as we're playing the energy. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Oh, well, huh. Uh, I'd say we could, we could at least infer that this is a playful energy and an excited energy, possibly. Um, and I say, okay, I say. And so we start to say the person, and we say, okay, well, let me start to listen to it again. Pitter-patter. Those are light pitter-patters. So it does small, it sound like a, a small, it does sound like a smaller hand, but not a children's hand. So maybe a young woman's hand or a, a, a smaller man's hand. And they say, okay, okay. And they say, okay, well, how do you know it's not a child? And I say, well, and this is where experience comes in. I say, well, the lower, the, usually the door, you know, will have a less, uh, I guess if we go to the magnitude and the tone, uh, the lower on the door will usually have a little bit of a different tone. But also it's just something, that it does feel advanced. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Oh, oh, oh. You know? Like a child, uh, maybe it would be a song at best, but this feels like, oh, wait a second. Holy moly. You might be onto something. There is something songwriting about this knock. Pitter-patter. Pitter-patter. Oh, oh, huh. Wow. Holy, I think we may have just unlocked the knock. Because uh, as I said, this knock came to me from London, and there was a picture of a door, which, you know, because I knew I was going to use this as an example. But I think we can, if I tell you a little bit more about what we know, if we if we go back to the tone and the magnitude, and even the length, you see it, it, the door feels like a, it, it's a nice wooden door. Solid core, I would say, but with a good coat of paint on it. And, and I actually know for factually that the door is red. And they say, okay, let's return to this person. So they say there is a songy aspect to this, like a chorus, pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Well, maybe not a simple chorus. So this could be, is this a poet's knack? I would say, what's well, a little fast? You see, this is like a poppy knock. I'm not, I, you know. Uh, so then we go down deeper. We say, okay, this is, a, and this is a tight chorus pop knock, I would say. Pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Uh-uh, uh. So it's, a, it's, there's something to it. And then we can guess, uh, and again, this is my, you know, this is what it's like with a higher level knock expert. It's, a, it's an Apple Watch. I'm almost positive of that, uh, the band, just because they did get my hands on some watch. You know, I, I, got, I went through a phase. So it's a young, I think it's young because this excitability would be someone feeling young or young, but not a child, probably 
a young woman. Uh, it's London, a red, expensive door, wearing probably an expensive watch. And the ability to craft a a pop uh, pop chorus uh, or a hook. I would say this is not, this this hook pitter patter, pitter patter. Uh uh uh, that that that's hooky, you know, in a good way, in a good way. So, are you with me now? We're in London. Now let's take one more step. Okay, and then for again, the excitement, take it all. We're going to take all of our range now. Uh, you're going to take your tone. The tone is excited, anticipatory probably, rushed but not urgent, uh, I, would, I would guess. The length is long to send a message of excitement probably to convey something or the internal part of the knocker conveying something that they're not even aware of or that they can, can, can't contain. And I would say that's probably it. That's probably solid. There's something they can't, they're overflowing with some sort of excited, and I'd say a positive excited energy. Uh, the magnitude underlines our previous assumptions about the excitement. It tells us a little bit about the door. And then between the magnitude and the energy uh, and whatever the other E was, uh, we can start to say, okay, this is a, this is a very, this is way more complex than we initially thought. And we start to think of a young pop crafter. Now, this isn't someone that just uh, sings songs, but they also craft songs. They're wearing a stylish watch. Maybe it's like some sort of, but, but, but they're into that, and they're excited. They're in London at an expensive door, and I think you probably figured it out by now. So like, okay, who who could this be? There's very few people, young women. Uh, oh, because because obviously I'm not like it, it wouldn't be as fun, especially to use it to try to entice you into knock enthusiasm if it wasn't someone famous, of course. Uh, but I didn't want to lead with that. I wanted to guide you into this. So it's a famous young woman, we assume. She's somewhere where she's excited and overflowing with anticipation. So it's either an aspect of the situation or her feelings about the situation or her personality or all those things. She's such a crafter of hooks or, or song hooks that she can't even hide that from a person like me, that even her knocks have a, a, a perfectly contained, you know, you could just start writing a song from that, pitter-patter, pitter-patter, boom-boom-bom. And you see, she's in London, okay, she's going to something, okay, is it a, she's going to see someone, clearly. And if she's that powerful, like if we're starting to infer she's famous and successful, most people would come and see her. And she's wearing an Apple Watch. Maybe that makes her, does that make her more American? I don't know. In this case, it does, you know, as I'm leading you to the answer. You know, in, in a way that you could discover it or, you know, explain it to you. And you say, and this is where you, 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 are you making assumptions or guessing? And they say, well, this is all 
I mean, I'm feeling it, and I say, oh, boy, I'm feeling like uh, I'm with her. And then that's when he said, this is what empathy, and and I said, well, no, this is fictional empathy then, because I'm there, I'm a her, I'm feeling the excitement. And then maybe I'm on the other side of the door feeling, but then I'm like, wait a second, this isn't the excitement of of pure romance. There's something else to this, pitter-patter, pitter-patter, boom, 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 that last palm. That's a, a, a palm. It's a push away. You're right. I didn't see that till just now. So it's excited, 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 playful, playful, playful. Uh, answer the door, answer the door. But this is my, this is my space too. And you say, oh, so this is a, this is not a romantic knock. It's a former uh, something, maybe previous lovers meeting. Or there's a heartbreak there, maybe. And now you're knowing, you see, London, knocking, expensive. And you see, Taylor, and they say, is it, wasn't it just Harry Styles' birthday? And you say, of course, it's Taylor Swift going to wish happy birthday to Harry Styles. And, says, and yeah, it's like uh, filled with all that extra thing. And all that was just in a knock. You say Taylor Swift is going to see Harry Styles, maybe not in, in, in just as a friend, I think. Or maybe not, or maybe she doesn't know because she's on the journey. Oh, I'm so excited to pitter patter, pitter patter. Boom, boom. Nah. I think. And then I say, well, yeah, I'm not a. I listen to the knocks. You know, I don't, I don't write the songs the lovebirds sing. I, I listen to the knocks, the song Strish's knock. So I don't know that that's, I mean, I don't think I have to explain it, but then that's why I listen to knocks. You know, it's that simple. Pitter patter, pitter patter, boom, boom, boom. And that's why I love listening to knocks. Thank you, Taylor Swift and Harry Styles. Thank you for that lovely door. Uh, it was a doorway to my favorite hobby, my dog's favorite hobby. And I guess you're peering into my soul in some strange way. Good night. Okay, thank yous. I want to thank uh, Gabriella, James E., uh, Jermaine. Uh, I want to thank Capital Yoga. Thank you and good night. Lori, thank you and good night. Veslandia, thank you and good night. Uh, KCG, thank you and good night. Illusionoid Podcast, thank you and good night. Illusionoid Podcast, thank you and good night. Jason S., uh, a year Jason got the runs, uh, thank you and good night. And Jennifer, uh, Daisy E., thank you and good night. Uh, Carrie, thanks for that. Uh, Barbara Bud, thank you and good night. Mary Bass, thank you for that Star Wars crossover and good night. Uh, over on iTunes, I want to thank uh, Pineapple Kitten, who says uh, insomnia. This seems to help my insomnia so far, so I'm glad I stumbled across this podcast. Uh, thank you, Pineapple Kitten. Uh, the longest they've lasted is about 20 minutes. I want to thank all our new patrons, Eric B. Thank you and good night. Gustavo B. Buddy, thank you and good night. Elizabeth D. Thank you and good night. 
Daniel S., thank you and good night. Victoria C., thank you and good night. David P., thank you and good night. Ariel G., oh, our good friend Ariel, uh, thank you and good night. Patricia L., thank you and good night. Deborah W., thank you and good night. David B., thank you and good night. Jessica J., thank you and good night. Meow Town, thank you and good night. Uh, Lonnie J., uh, thank you and good night. Vanessa E., thank you and good night. Uh, Chewy, thank you and good night. Leonard, thank you and good night. Al, thank you and good night. Uh, Erica H., thank you and good night. Joe G., thank you and good night. Denny, uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Leah B., thank you and good night. Matthew R., uh, thank you and good night. Shibin, thank you and good night. Uh, Judy Q., thank you and good night. Amanda H., thank you and good night. Tom R., Thank you and good night. Dawn H. Thank you and good night. Uh, Alicia B. Thank you and good night. Paige S. Thank you and good night. Uh, ben M. Thank you and good night. Luke R. Thank you and good night. Larissa D. Thank you and good night. Uh, Cynthia. Thank you and good night. Christine D. Thank you and good night. Jennifer F. Thank you and good night. Mary P. Thank you and good night. Jessica H., thank you and good night. Uh, Sally, thank you and good night. T, with a T, thank you. T, with a double T, with, with two E's, thank you and good night. Ryan S., uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Thomas C., thank you and good night. Uh, Brandon, thank you and good night. Uh, Ruth, thank you and good night. Chris, with two M's, thank you and good night. Michael, thank you and good night. Emily B., thank you and good night. Stacy G., thank you and good night. Kate D., thank you and good night. Uh, Danielle D., thank you and good night. Jennifer R., thank you and good night. Tamara, thank you and good night. Uh, Caitlin, thank you and good night. Becky, thank you and good night. David M., thank you and good night. Uh, Jamie C., thank you and good night. Erica L., thank you and good night. Carrie J., thank you and good night. Uh, Sarah M., thank you and good night. Dara, thank you and good night. Uh, Mead HBH, thank you and good night. Uh, Jeannie, thank you and good night. Uh, Josh, thank you and good night. Ryan, uh, thank you and good night. Melissa P., thank you and good night. Caroline, thank you and good night. Francis, thank you and good night. Shubber, thank you and good night. Uh, Jennifer B., thank you and good night. Uh, Sam R., uh, thank you and good night. Uh, Zine K., thank you and good night. Paul G., thank you and good night. Uh, over on PayPal, I want to thank Mary K., uh, thank you and good night. James T., thank you and good night. Uh, Jamie H., thank you and good night. Annie K., thank you and good night. Uh, Teresa B., thank you and good night. Matt C., thank you and good night. Laura L., thank you and good night. Jennifer D., thank you and good night. Uh, Pat, uh, Patricia M., thank you and good night. Constance C., thank you and good night. Larissa G., thank you and good night. Maxine H., thank you and good night.